couch uh pretty much at the other end licking everything in sight because she's a lunatic she's wanting to get under the blanket i'm gonna help her out there you go ween you are now under the blanket what do you think of that she loves it uh say dog is in the dining room and uh looking over at the cat trees this is gonna surprise everybody uh i see both the cats i got two cat tower things and uh, layer cats on one and cow cats on the other so they are they are not upstairs shitting on my bed it's a rarity they are not upstairs shitting on my bed how about that everybody how about that that's unusual well uh, uh how was your day everybody how was your day was it a good one was it a good day I hope it was. I hope it was a great day for you. You know, I already said it's Monday, but I hope it was a great day. Because it is uh, Monday, February 13th, 2020. Trace. Hopefully it was an easy day at work. Uh, hopefully easy day at school if you got school. Um, hopefully it was a nice sunshiny day where you were. It was a fucking fantastic day here in Grand Rapids, Michigan. Uh, very sunny. Uh, very warm for this type of year. It was um, in the mid-40s, I think. And currently, it's 38, but I'm sure it was warmer. And I think even just the fact that the sun was out just makes you go, God, this is fucking the greatest of all time. So uh, hopefully you had a good day. If you didn't have a good day, have a beer, go to bed, wake up. Tomorrow's Tuesday. Tomorrow's Valentine's Day. Holy shit. That snuck up on me real goddamn quick. Uh, but that's okay. <laughs> I got no Valentines. It's all right. Sometimes it pays off, right? It pays off to live a solitary, uh, woeful existence. <laughs> you can sit at home and, and wallow in the mire. But it's all right. I've always said Valentine's Day is a shit holiday. It's a made-up holiday. It's like, oh, fuck. We got to get people buying stuff. Oh, my God. We got Christmas. So we got to take January off because we had Christmas. But, oh, fuck. We got to do something in February. Oh, shit. Let's make up a holiday where you got to buy candy or flowers or a card for your sweetheart. And if you don't, you're a fucking douchebag. Oh, that sounds wonderful. And then March is uh, St. Patty's Day. Everybody's getting drunk. April is usually Easter. 
May is uh, Mother's Day. June is Father's Day. But who gives a fuck about Dad? No one gives a fuck about Dad. Uh, July, 4th of July. August. August is a freebie, right? You get a freebie. September is back to school shit. October is Halloween, clearly. November is Thanksgiving and uh, December Christ uh, back to Christmas. So you get to breaks. You get January is a break and August is a break. So the first of the first uh, of month of the year and eighth month of the year freebies. The rest you got to be buying shit or you're a fucking loser. <laughs> Apparently today uh, today is uh, I. I was unaware of this. It's uh, I think I had heard the term before. Today is a uh, Galentine's Day, which means ladies are supposed to go and spend the day with uh, their girlfriends, their chick friends. Oh God, Larry just went and attacked cow. That's, he jumped down from the one cat tree on the smaller cat tree and landed on top of cow, and cow was like, "Fuck that shit." So today apparently is Galentine's Day. Uh, they got to do it both ways. Ladies got to buy shit for the ladies and dudes got to buy shit for the ladies. Do ladies buy shit for the dudes? Do they? I don't really remember ever getting anything on Valentine's Day. I'm not saying I didn't. I'm saying I don't remember. Which is fine. It's fine. I've never been terribly romantic or whatever on Valentine's Day because it's a dumb holiday. And I think I've always, if I've been with somebody uh, over Valentine's Day, I believe it's always been the same assumption from them. Of like, this is a stupid holiday. Some holidays are just stupid. And Valentine's Day is a stupid holiday. Uh, but if you're new to the podcast, you're like, what is this shit? This guy is fucking rambling like he's a drunk lunatic talking about cats not shitting on his bed. Like he's completely surprised by the fact that his cats did not shit on his bed? Yeah, I am, everybody. I am. I'm pretty surprised that the cats did not shit on my bed. When I got home today, uh, I did discover there was shit by the, the back door. That's always wonderful. Now, I don't know if the dogs did it or if the cats did it. God damn it. I am fucking flummoxed by it. Because it is quite possible before I put the dogs in the dog cage, before I, uh, before I left for work, one of them might have taken a dump. And by one, I mean old lady Sadie, but God knows, man. My, my house has become nothing but a goddamn toilet bowl for all my fucking lunatic pets. But uh, if you're new to the podcast, uh, I'm Steve McAllister, the host. I used to be a comedian. I used to be a social worker, and now I'm just fucking killing it in life by making all sorts of awful mistakes. I've been told that a lot of people, and by a lot, I mean several, two or three, <laughs> which is pretty good considering my listening audience, audience consists of six people. But uh, a lot of people have been going searching out my comedy clips, which is great. There is stuff on YouTube. Uh, nothing recent, and I was never really good at recording shit anyway. That was always my downfall. I always encouraged new guys to do it. I said, you got to do it, and then uh, I, did not, I did not listen to my own words. But uh, always nice that people searched out shit, and then they tell me they enjoyed it, and uh, I truly believe they did because here's the thing. 
They wouldn't need to tell me that they searched out shit if they didn't like it. You just don't mention it. You just don't go, hey, man, I searched out your stuff, and it was awful. <laughs> Why would you do that? You don't need to tell me. If you don't like my comedy, great, good. But don't fucking tell me. There's no reason to tell me. I don't care if you don't like it. I don't care. If you did like it, tell me. I, I need to hear that. Pump up my ego. Pump up the jam, right? You got to pump it up every now and then. You got to get that pat on the back, that fucking dopamine shot. But if you didn't like it, I don't, go hawk yourself. I, I've always said my comedy is not for everybody. And I'm okay with it. Because I find the guys who try to appease to everybody, who don't want to offend anybody, uh, are usually awful. They're just not, they're not good. They're too concerned about being clean or not swearing or whatever. And then uh, none of the shit resonates true with me. It just doesn't. It just does not. But uh, today, uh, today was the uh, first day at work for me. If you're new to the podcast, I started another new job. I start new jobs approximately one every every two months, maybe less. Uh, my, my work history has been shit the last two years. What are you going to do? But today was the first day where I was on my own, uh, I drive around old people to their appointments. That's kind of, you know, I drive like a small bus or whatever. And uh, I was on my own. I, apparently my trainer said, oh yeah, this guy's good enough to be on his own. And then I found out on Friday that like, yes, I am on my own, but the, the problem is I was only trained on one bus. I only drove one kind of bus and there are like four different kind of buses and so clearly that means if i've only been trained on one this is math uh i have not been trained on like three other kinds of buses <laughs> right that's math and technically i'm considered what's known as a floater meaning i'm like the the fill-in guy i if, like if someone calls in sick I might drive their bus, or if uh, there's more shit going on, I'll drive whatever, right? Which I don't really care. To me, I've always said, like, I'm here to work eight hours, nine hours, ten hours, whatever. I don't really care what I'm doing as long as I'm working eight hours, nine hours, ten hours. I get There are a lot of people out there who kind of bitch and complain about stuff, about where they work and what they got to do or whatever. And it's always been weird to me because I'm like, Eight hours is eight hours. Like what the the one job that I have enjoyed the last couple of years was when I was working at Dip and Das. Uh, I did a lot of driving for that. A lot of driving. Drove all over the state of Michigan. And I had coworkers, the young fucks, who would always complain about having to drive to uh, Detroit, uh, Gaylord, whatever, Alpena, whatever. They'd complain about it. And I was always like, dude, what does it matter if you drive to Alpena, do the, do the stops in Alpena, and then you come back, as opposed to like you're driving around Grand Rapids all day. Eight hours is eight hours. Stop being a fucking idiot and just do your time. 
So I'm not gonna lie to everybody. I was very, uh, I was very anxious, very nervous about the day, uh, because again, because I'm like, I don't know what the fuck's gonna happen. So I get into work. I check in. I check in dispatch, and I, I find my manifest, and it tells me that I'm gonna be on V8. I'm driving V8, and I. Couldn't have been more ecstatic about it because there's a V and a B, and the B stands for bus, and the V stands for van. So that means I knew I would be driving a van, and the vans are either like the Sprinter vans that Amazon drives, in which I was driving when I drove for Dippin' Dots, or a smaller, like a regular minivan. So I was like, fuck yeah, and it would turn out to be a Sprinter van, and uh, I know how to drive that. I'm very comfortable with it. It's not that big of a deal. Um, but I, there was still shit in it. I got to figure out, like, the seats and the seat belts. Because they got seat belts for people. There will be people in wheelchairs that I got to drive around, which is fine. There's a lift on it. I put them on the lift. I get them in the van. I got to strap down the wheelchair. But then I got to put them in a seat belt. And the seat belt in this van was totally fucked up totally fucked up now i'll be the first to admit to you that i am not the smartest man in the world not not even close right i am probably uh in the the top 60 percent so i'm smarter than maybe 40 percent of the world right that's about it that's where i'm at so i'm looking at the seat belt and i'm like i have no fucking clue how this is supposed to work now i put it on a lady I picked up this lady, got her in, put the seatbelt on her, and I'm looking at him like, this is fucking wrong. This is wrong. But I'm talking to the lady, and I'm like, are you comfortable? And she's just, she's not talking to me. <laughs> she's just kind of staring at me, and I'm like, fucking Christ. All right, whatever. Your chair strapped down. I got a belt on you in some capacity. <laughs> uh, we're not driving very far, 10 minutes maybe. I'm like, all right, I'll just do what I do. And then I asked multiple co-workers, hey, do you know how to do it? And the majority of them had no fucking clue. None. You know why? Because they just drive their vehicle. They drive their bus or van or whatever. And I'm like, God damn it. You're not helping me. So I did my best, everybody. I did my best. It was a, it was a pretty decent day, although there was one point where I got um, in, in a will call uh, delivery, for lack of a better term. I'm, I'm driving two people from the center where I work, driving them home. And it was a, a drop-in. Like, I had some free time, and they're like, all right, you're going to do this. It was not scheduled. And I'm like, okay, all right, whatever. And um, I get there. And the two people, they're, it's a married couple, and they live in like an AFC home. Actually, one lives in one home and one lives in another, but they're right next door to each other. So I get there, and the, the husband, the man, couldn't have been more angry about it. Like, he did not understand why he had to leave. He didn't understand why I had to be there, why I was getting him. Now these two people, they're um, they're Asian, which doesn't have anything to do with anything other than the fact 
English is not their first language. They speak whatever, right? I had never met these people before. The woman is fine. The husband is completely irate. And there's nothing I hate more than dealing with somebody for the very first time and they, right off the bat, are just mad about whatever. And so he's ranting and raving. And I'm like, God, I'm going to have to drive this guy by myself in the van. When he's, he's screaming stuff like, is the doctor trying to kill me? Why is the doctor trying to kill me? And then he tells me, he's like, I want to kill myself. I'm like, dear God, me too, dude, me too. Uh, let me kill myself first, okay, please. Then I won't have to hear your fucking whining and crying, you fucking bitch. Now, the wife is doing what she can to help calm him down, and they are speaking in whatever their native tongue is. And it, she is being relatively successful. But these are, again, both people who are, they're using walkers at least, but they're very fra physically fragile, and the, the husband is now emotionally fragile. And I'm like, oh, fucking Christ, I got to deal with this shit. But I get him there. We do it. I get him to his house. I get the, the wife to her place. It's all good. We did it. We did it, everybody. We did it. I'm just trying to have conversations with people, too, see how their day is. Some of these people are put together more than others. Most don't necessarily want to talk. I'm not going to engage with people if they don't want to talk. Hey, how's your day? How'd it go? Whatever. If they talk, they talk. If they don't, they don't. I had to go pick up a woman from her apartment building and a, a, a co-worker had to come with me. An occupational therapist had to come with me because this woman had to ride in a wheelchair, but she did not have a wheelchair. So we had to bring the wheelchair to her. And um, apparently the, the rule is I cannot leave the bus or the bus has to stay in my uh, line of sight. So that's why the co-worker had to come. And so I'm out there waiting for them to come down. And this guy from like, I don't, I, I don't want to say a competing company, but he, uh, he drives another short bus and he drives around people with difficulties, whatever. And he's driving off someone. He comes over and he's talking to me. And uh, he was talking about the company. Now, I thought he worked for the city, but he's, he's a contracted worker that does shit for the city. He, here in Grand Rapids, there's a thing called uh, the Go Bus. And that's what he technically he drove for. So I don't know. I guess he felt like he could chat with me. So he came over. He's chatting me up. Apparently, I got some sort of face that says, come talk to me. <laughs> Which, uh, if any of you know me, you know that's not the case. I'm like, please don't ever talk to me. But he comes over and he's talking to me. And he's talking to me about how he likes his job and this and that. And he's talking about how he is con contracted to the city. And he's uh, talking about how they're going to get like a 3% raise increase. I'm like, oh, it's great, man. It's great. And apparently he's been there like two years. And uh, he told me how much he makes after being there two years. And I didn't say anything. Because I am making more than he is, and I've been there two weeks. <laughs> I've been in my job like two weeks, 
and I'm making more than this guy has been doing the job for two years. Now, I didn't want to say anything because that would just, well, what would have been my point? It would have been like, hey, man, I'm trying to be a huge fucking asshole here. Uh, whatever. So he went on about his day. Live your best life, man. Live your best life. I'm not going to fuck with it. Live your best life. Now, the woman, the co-worker who was with me, I'd never met her before. And I'm finding out that uh, my co-workers, uh, which the majority of which are women, it's this is sort of like a social work type job. It's a social work type environment. And so it is going to be very heavily dominated by females, which I'm, I'm very used to. But I'm finding that these women don't have, they quickly run out of questions and or they don't really care about anything else. But they always ask me, uh, within the first like three questions they ask me, they ask me uh, if I'm married and have kids. Why? Why do you care? I've never gone up to a woman and gone, hey, are you married? Do you have children? And maybe it's because I don't care. <laughs> I, I don't think you should care what my marital status and my uh, parentage status is. And I should not care about yours. Because where do I go with it? I mean, clearly I know uh, I'm a fucking weirdo, a middle-aged man who's never been married and has zero kids. Uh, it's kind of rarity. It's a rarity. And like I said, I don't want to have children because uh, I don't want to be grandpa dad. Right? I don't want I don't want to be grandpa dad at all. Fuck grandpa dad. Uh, marriage can still be on the table. Sure. Why not? You just got to find that right person. The right person's got to find you. So... Why? Why, la why, ladies? Why are you asking me these questions that I don't give a fuck about? Why is it important to you? I would rather have you go, hey, uh, what size shoe do you wear? <laughs> oh, well, that's an interesting question. In Nikes, I wear a size 14, but in fucking Brooks, I wear a size 13. How about that? How about that? Did you guys watch the big game last night? Did you watch the uh, Super Bowl? The Super Bowl? Did you watch it? Chiefs and Eagles? Now, I went over a lot of prop bets yesterday on the Patreon. If you guys don't subscribe to the Patreon, I'm going to encourage you to do that. If you're like, what the fuck's the Patreon, Stu? Patreon's a paywall. Where for this, for the podcast, you just pay five bucks a month. And you get a shit ton more podcasts because freebies are Mondays and Thursdays. And the, the Patreon podcasts are almost every other day of the week, right? I try to. Every once in a while, I take a breather. And yesterday, I talked a lot about the Super Bowl prop bets and how I would bet. And as far as I know, now I don't want you to go back and check. But as far as I know, I got all of them correct. All of them. Don't go back and check. There's no reason for you to go back and check. Because I'm telling you, I got them all right. Every single one. <laughs> I did predict the Chiefs would win, and I was right there. I'm going to tell you, uh, I didn't end up watching the whole game, though. I fell asleep probably the last 
10 minutes of the game, the, the Eagles had just tied it up at uh, whatever it was, 35-35 or whatever it was. And I'm like, well, I got to go to bed because I'm super anxious about work tomorrow. So I didn't finish it out. I woke up at like 2 in the morning, which has seemingly become a routine thing for me now. I wake up sometime between 2 and 3 for no particular fucking reason, and I hate it. And um, I woke up to see that they won. The Chiefs won. last, Pretty much a last-second uh, field goal. A lot of controversy. Apparently there was a bad uh, pass interference call that was made. And uh, you can argue that uh, the refs should have swallowed the whistle. Apparently not a lot of penalties had been called during the game. A lot of people were saying, oh my God, uh, it was a perfectly good game. The game got wrecked by the refs. And I'm going to be like, well, you know what? Fuck you. Fuck your mom. Um, my understanding was that the, uh, the Chiefs were probably close enough to kick a field goal. Now, there would have been a lot more time for the Eagles to, to get back and then for them to march down and score their own field goal or a touchdown or whatever. But um, the game's the game. And if you don't like it, sorry. If, if you think it's rigged, sorry. Did Chiefs fans think it was rigged? No. Do I think it was rigged? No. I watch, Like I said, I watched the majority of the game. And uh, I, I thought it was a pretty well-played game. It was a well-called game. Sometimes you win, sometimes you lose. A lot of people are saying the Chiefs are turning into the Patriots. They're becoming the darlings. And they're going to be in, like, the Super Bowl every fucking year. And I'm going to be perfectly honest right now, even though I was rooting for them yesterday, uh, I don't want to see the Chiefs in the Super Bowl every year. It would be nice if they were like new teams every year, but it doesn't work like that. So in order to be the man, you got to beat the man. It was simple as fucking that. Uh, also, this is weird. I was able to stream the game on my computer, on my computer. I went to uh, foxsports.com and I was able to stream it with no fucking problems. Now, it's weird to me that like other games I couldn't. Why? I mean, I understand you want people to be able to watch the Super Bowl, and I was going to watch the Super Bowl on my phone because I got that NFL Plus. But then I'm like, ah, fuck, I'm I'm just going to try and see if I can stream it on my computer, on my computer. And I did. It was great. It was great. So I was watching up, and um, I was, uh, the halftime show with uh, Rihanna was... Whatever, right? Um, I'm not, I don't really know her very well. I'm not her demographic, right? I'm probably old enough to be your dad, probably. She, it's not, it, her music's not my stuff. I don't listen to stations where a Rihanna song's gonna pop on. So she came on, she's all decked out in red. The only thing that I thought was weird was, man, her hoots look huge. And then I'm I'm kind of paying attention, and then I realize, like, oh, uh, this chick's pregnant, right? 
She definitely, I mean, they tried to do uh, layering, and c colors, and camera angles, and whatever. But, I mean, there's all these, oh, my, I don't know how far along, but clearly she was showing. It wasn't like, oh, my God, she's four weeks pregnant. I mean, she was like more than four or five months would be my guess. So, yeah. So, she's singing her song. Nothing but, like, fucking dudes in white suits dancing and thrusting and whatever. And um, it was it was fine, I guess. Did it bother me? No, but I'm not an, an uptight fuck. Is it music that I particularly enjoy? No. Did I think it was the worst of all time? No. Was it the greatest? Absolutely not. Absolutely not. The people get their panties in a bunch. All sorts of dumb shit on the interwebs. There's one thing here about if Rihanna and Sam Smith, who I'm not really sure who Sam Smith is, had a baby and the uh, had a baby, the first name would be Anti and the last name Christ. Whatever. What a, what a dumb fuck. The guy's name is Pastor Mark Driscoll. Now I don't know who he is, but I'm assuming he's a huge piece of shit. Huge. He's a huge piece of shit. He's a huge piece of shit. He's hiding behind religion to be a huge piece of shit. Fucking pastor. Pastor of what? Pastor of fuckology. Go fuck yourself, Pastor Mark. That's his thing on uh, Twitter. Pastor Mark. Now, now I got to go to Twitter just to tell him to go fuck himself. <laughs> All right, here we go. Pastor... Mark, that's Mark with the K. Oops, learn how to fucking type, Stu. Pastor Mark. And there it is, Pastor Mark Driscoll. He's from Scottsdale, Arizona. He's got almost half a million followers. He's got a website, realfaith.com. Uh, I'm going to go to it, realfaith.com. Real Faith, the ministry, a place for Jesus-centered teaching, devotions, and other resources from the ministry of Pastor Mark Driscoll. Real Faith is a family Bible teaching ministry from Pastor Mark Driscoll, his wife, Grace Driscoll, and their oldest daughter, Ashley Chase. And there's a picture of that where there's one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, ten people all wearing like cowboy duds. They're all on a fucking pickup truck. They all look like fucking losers. Oh, they got a thing like real real men. Uh, they got some sort of book. Yeah, this guy sounds like a fucking asshole. So, uh, sorry. Okay, okay. Fuck you. At Pastor Mark. Fuck you. <laughs> uh, oh, man. Man, you blow. Let's see if he gets back to me. No, I got to think of something better. Pastor Mark. G All right, Jesus forgives you. There we go. I love using their words and throwing them back at them. Jesus forgives you. Boom. Bam. What a fucking idiot. He says here, Mormons aren't Christians because they put Jesus on their buildings. What? That's like if I glued a horse sticker on a Toyota and called it a Ferrari. Jesus. This guy's a fucking idiot. What a fucking idiot. What a fucking idiot. 
All right, I'm, I'm not, I gotta block him. Sorry, Pastor Mark, I just blocked you. I'll never know if you fucking saw what I wrote you or what, but fuck you and fuck your mom, you motherfucker. Fuckity fuck, fuckity fuck. He can suck my fuckity fuck. Um, I did not really enjoy the commercials, did you guys? Because, I mean, clearly that's like, you know, there's like, for, for Super Bowl Sunday, it's the game, the commercials, and then there's the third part. And you, some people might argue with me, but you can't. It's the food, right? Food, commercials, game. Because people are either like, yeah, I'm here to watch the commercials. Yeah, I'm here for the food. Yeah, I'm here to watch the game. Whatever. Uh, for me, it's all three, right? And for me, I didn't, since I was here by myself, I kind of, I got exposed to somebody with COVID on Friday, so I've just been trying to isolate someone at work. Work expects me to come to work if I have COVID. It's weird, whatever. Uh, so I'm watching the commercials. I wasn't really that impressed. There was a Yahoo Sports did the best and worst commercials from the game. Now they said one of the, they didn't rank them in any particular order. They just go the best and the worst. And so they did four best and then four worst. One of the best ones they said was the Rakuten, that weird like uh, online shopping website. And they had uh, Alicia Silverstone playing her character from Clueless. Um, And they said that was one of the best. And I'm like going, that is just dumb. Clueless came went out when? Like the mid-90s? I gotta look that up. 95! You're bringing back fucking characters from 1995? So characters, uh, people that are, are younger than 30 probably haven't seen this movie or they don't give a fuck about it. I thought it was dumb. I'm never, I've heard of Rakuten. I'm never going there anyway. Just stupid. They like the Dunkin' Donut one with Ben Affleck where he was playing an employee at Dunkin' Donuts working the drive-thru line. I'm not going to lie. I liked it, and here's the reason. Uh, not necessarily because I like Ben Affleck. I love the dumb fucking... A- Sadie, where are you going? I don't want you upstairs. I love the dumb fucking Boston accent. I thought it was great. I thought it was funny. I liked it when people didn't really fucking... Uh, they didn't recognize him necessarily. They're like, who the fuck's this guy? Uh, this one I thought was also dumb. The Ram truck premature electrification. Whenever uh, a commercial's trying to be cheeky like that, not, oh, it's not, oh, Sandy Dog is back on the couch if you're keeping track at home. If they, uh, you know, they're, oh, it's supposed to be tr- premature ejaculation. Oh my God, it's, premature electrification oh my god they're gonna make trucks that are fucking uh electrical trucks that's how it's gonna be powered stupid eat my balls the other one was uh the long commercial for amazon about the dog now i like that one because it was kind of like a real one like they They got the dog apparently during the pandemic and everybody was at home. Kids are at home with school. Parents are home fucking uh, doing everything online, whatever. 
And then, you know, things have been released and people are going back to school. People are going back to work. And now this dog's on its own in the house and it's kind of being a bad dog and it's tearing up the house and whatever this to that. And the dad's getting frustrated and you can see him getting a crate. And I don't know, they're like, oh my God, he's going to crate the dog? Oh, fuck, crate the dog? Uh, yeah, the dog's being bad. Maybe you fucking crate the dog, whatever. But it turned out they just were getting another dog to keep the first dog company, which can be a good thing and it can be a bad thing. So whatever. It was it was an okay commercial. But clearly, uh, the best commercial, 100%, was uh, the Breaking Bad commercial. How, how are you not going to say um, that that wasn't the best commercial? It was the goddamn greatest commercial. It, w- it was the best. Fucking, let me see if I can pull it. Popcorners. Uh, let's see. And for those who don't know, it's got the characters. It's got Jesse and, and Mr. White from Breaking Bad. You know, they were always in their goddamn trailer making meth. Now they're making Popcorners, which is a Dorito-looking type snack. But it's Pops, whatever. Yeah, these are the bomb. And, <laughs> and it's just because fucking I love Breaking Bad so much. And goddamn Jesse, yo, these things are the bomb. These are the bomb. That's not the- tried. Popcorners. You're an artist. Actually, Jesse, it's just basic ingredients. No, we don't eat our own supply. See, it's the best. Jesse, everyone's going to want to taste. And I know just the guy to talk to. What are these? And it's just, it's fucking Tuco, the fucking crazy goddamn drug dealer. I, I fucking love it. You're an artist. I'm oh, sorry. Actually, Jesse, we don't eat our own supply. I know. just a guy to talk to. I know just a guy to talk to. What are these? We call them popcorners. Popcorners. Say their name. <laughs> popcorners. <laughs> Six signature flavors, y'all. Seven! You make seven! Seven. Seven works. Yeah. Popcorners. Break into something good. It's just, it was... They eat a lot of snacks together. (laughs) It's just the fucking best. It's the best. I don't care what you say. It's the goddamn... It's the best. I I enjoyed it so much. I just love that show. Uh, Tuco was the best. They brought him back. He was just such a fucking psycho. Toy, toy, toy. Oh, I fucking loved it. Now, the worst ones they were saying were the E-Trade baby wedding, which I thought was kind of dumb. I'm not going to disagree. I thought it was dumb. But uh, I'm pretty sure, I could be wrong. I felt like the uh, the black baby, uh, the Nat- uh, Native American, the African American baby, uh, was voiced by Roy Wood Jr. I think, I think. So just for that aspect, because I know Roy Wood Jr. and uh, I love Roy Wood Jr. If you ever get a chance to see Roy Wood Jr. live, uh, go see him. He does tour a whole lot. I know he's on The Daily Show a whole lot. He's a very busy man, and uh, I could text him, but I'm like going, fuck, I don't, I'm not going to text him. Go, hey, man, was that you? Yeah, it was It was me, you dumb fuck. I mean, he wouldn't say that, but 
He'd probably just ignore me. The Gronk live kick, that was shit. Oh, my God. Talk about anticlimactic. And you knew it would be anticlimactic, right? Because uh, you're like, oh, God, you're going to have to kick a field goal and someone's going to get a million dollars or whatever the fuck it was, right? And, uh, oh, it's going to be live or whatever. And then it was all like, oh, it's not going to be at the fucking game. Uh, it's not going to be in front of the people there. It's, it was at an undisclosed location. Everything looked fake as fuck. He gets out there. He makes a real half-assed attempt at kicking the go- the field goal, and he um, he misses. He misses because he sucks. And then uh, they're like, "Oh, but everybody's gonna win because uh, we're FanDuel and we're gonna give everybody fucking money anyway, whatever." Uh, and they're like, "Oh, okay, whatever. Who cares?" It was so dumb. They didn't even like. He didn't even say anything. He just kind of rolled around on the ground. I'm like, "What the fuck? This is dumb." Uh, Melissa McCarthy was an, apparently in a booking.com commercial, and I did not see this one. Let's play this bitch. Uh, all right, gotta turn the sound on. All right, here we go. And she's on her phone, she's singing, she's got crazy fucking hair. Yeah, that was dumb. That was dumb. I'll say it was dumb. Uh, I think it was dumb mostly for the uh, part where um, anyone could have done that. There was no reason to have Melissa McCarthy do that commercial. That was dumb. They also said Tubi had a dumb commercial, uh, which I didn't see, but then I found it. And I'm like, because a buddy of mine, he was like, oh, this commercial is great. He thought it was great. Oh, sports thought it was dumb. So I watched it, and it was pretty good. It was a very short. It was like a 15-second thing, and it was basically, um, it was a, uh, it was a fake out because they had the two announcers of the game, who I, couldn't have been more bland dudes. They couldn't have been more white vanilla. We don't really have any good information, guys. But it was like they were talking, and then all of a sudden the screen pops up where you can go and you're going to go to Amazon Prime, Disney Plus, whatever, and it goes to Tubi. And it's like, oh, you're watching shows on Tubi? Which is the um, which is the uh, streaming service that Fox owns. They own Tubi. So, but it was to try to make you think like, oh my God, did I sit on the goddamn remote? Because you might have thought that if you were watching it because it was very weird how it happened like that. I thought it was good. Yahoo Sports said it was shit. Yahoo Sports is dumb as fuck. Uh, you know what, everybody? We're at uh, just over 43 minutes, and I haven't said a thing. I apologize. Some of my podcasts are like that, everybody, where I just fucking, I say shit, and I just talk too much, and I didn't say a goddamn thing. Fuck. I apologize. Because I'm going to have to end it. Because if I start doing more, it's going to be like a crazy long podcast, and I'm not... I'm not Joe Rogan. Uh, I'm the anti-Joe Rogan. I, I, I feel like less is more. So I'm going to call it. I'm calling it, everybody. 
I'm gonna end. Up, I'm gonna go watch another Murder She Wrote. That's my new show, Murder She Wrote, because <laughs> I love Angela Lansbury. She's a dime piece. Angela Lansbury can get it. She can get it on Valentine's Day. I don't care that she's dead. She can get it. <laughs> All right, everybody, that's it. If you guys can do me a solid, go like the Facebook page, like the Twitter page, that'd be sweet. If you can check out my T Public store, my Macari store, that also would be great. If you can't find the links to either of those places, let me know and I will point you in the right direction. Please buy some shit from me. And then uh, if you can do the whole rate, review, subscribe, that would be awesome too. Apparently it helps the demographics, helps the analytics, helps whatever. If, if you do it, great. If you don't do it, great. What can I do? If you don't like the podcast, don't, don't fucking write a shit fucking thing for me. Don't be dumb. I don't need it. Go away. If you don't like the podcast, again, you're not going to hurt my feelings if you're like, oh my God, this podcast is shit. Then go the fuck away. What can I tell you? Go fucking go visit Pastor Mark on Twitter and suck his cock. You probably, if you, if you don't like me, you probably like him. And he's a douchebag, Pastor Mark. What a fucking idiot. Who goes, yeah, I'm Pastor Mark. <laughs> fucking Pastor Mark. You're asshole, Mark. Anyway, uh, I already mentioned the Patreon. Check that out, too. That'd be great. Five bucks a month. That's it. Not a whole lot of money. Just five bucks. And then I got five things I'd like you to check out. Go check out Magic JBN, my buddy John Midgley. Uh, he's got a page on Facebook for his magic stuff. So go check him out. Magic JBN. Go check out the Sunday Slaw on Facebook. That's Adam and Stephanie House. Married couple who eats a shit ton, a metric shit ton of coleslaw. And on Sundays they do um, they do live videos of themselves on Facebook. So uh, they did one after the Super Bowl. Adam was all sorts of mad that the Eagles lost. Stephanie was happy, happy that the Chiefs won. So it's a, they're a house divided, but they're not divided in their love of coleslaw. So if you like coleslaw, go check him out, The Sunday Slaw on Facebook. Check out uh, Extra Levels Gaming on Facebook and their website, extralevelsgaming.com. Retro video game store in Holt, Michigan, and I know none of you live near that, so that's why you should go to their website, extralevelsgaming.com, and buy some old uh, Atari, Nintendo, 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 and television, ColecoVision, uh, they get they got new shit too for your PlayStation, Xbox, whatever. Check them out. Extralevelsgaming.com. Check out Matt Harper Art on TikTok and Instagram, as well as his uh, Etsy store, Barefoot Gnome. He makes all sorts of cool gnomes and he sells them there. So go check him out. I told Matt that he needs to start up a podcast, uh, Getting High with Matt. And uh, he said he would do it only if I was his first guest. <laughs> I was like, you asshole. But go check him out. That's Matt Harper Art on TikTok and Instagram. That's Matt with two T's. The extra T is for titties. And last but not least, Bear Boards and Tables. Bear like a grizzly. Bear Boards and Tables on Instagram. As well as uh, Macari 
Mark's got a link to the Macari store on the Instagram page. So go check him out. Mark makes a lot of cool things out of wood. So if you like wood, you'll love him. He makes keychains, knickknacks, uh, cutting boards, tables, whatever. Buy something from him. And if you don't see something you like, get a hold of him and go, hey, man, can you do this? And he probably could. So check him out. Bear boards and tables on Instagram and McCarthy. McCurry. So that's it, everybody. Sorry that it was just me rambling. I had not planned on it being me rambling. I got all sorts of things to talk about, but I didn't get to them. So maybe tomorrow, probably not. I usually clean the slate. I, uh, You know those things that, well, I mean, I don't know how old you are. I don't know if they still use them, but they were these weird things that you could just, you draw on them. You, you, it was like a it wasn't a sheet of paper, but like a clear sheet that went over like, uh, I don't know what the fuck it was. It was kind of like an old version of a dry erase board. And then uh, if you wanted to start over, you just pull the sheet up and then everything gets erased. That's, that's what it's like for me. Everything gets erased and I start all over the next day. So uh, if you subscribe to the Patreon, you'll hear all about it. And if you don't, I'll see you on Thursday for the next freebie. So that's it. I love you guys. Thank you for listening. I hope you enjoyed the day. You guys take care, and I'll see you tomorrow for the Patreon. All right.